0: Bonjour everyone, welcome to the quarter review of player ratings, so we are a quarter way through this season, uh, last international break for how many months did you say mate, about 6-7 months? I
1: think it's 6, either. I think. don't think oh, there's another that- one until like the, the last quarter of the season now, so thank fuck for that because I can't be asked to any more England games Like. Happy you yeah. done so <laughs> throughout this- Ball the Southgate Ball for getting less of that?
0: Nah. nah. So throughout this uh, national break we thought we'd get some more content. So we've came up with the player reigns so far this season. we'll start off from kit number ascending onwards, but obviously we'll miss a couple out, such as Du really starting with number one since he hasn't uh, really played at all with his injury coming back in December apparently. So start off, Keg. Who we're we going with first? Uh well yeah, if we're going in uh, squad
1: number order, then we're going to skip straight to number five. Because, five. Two, because two, Kieran Clark I think, played one game this season, maybe two. Dummett hasn't had a sniff. Uh, Matty Longstaff's made one sub-appearance. So, number five, Fabian Shaw. Fabian Shaw. Am I doing
0: that
1: one first, am I? Either one, I'll go if you want. But yeah, for me, I'll just start and say that Shaw's been... Uh, just a bit inconsistent because he's one of the more frustrating players in the squad for me because the season before last, he was everyone's player of the year. Between him and Rondon, really, it was a bit of a toss-up. But Shaw probably was the player of the year for the majority of it. Uh, last season, he was just so frustrating because I think like the expectations were up here. I think he set himself too high a bar that last mm-hmm. season he just couldn't reach. But particularly after lockdown, that was the frustrating things, like the the post-lockdown games. It was absolutely shocking. It looked like he wanted to move away. It just looked like he wasn't interested. His performances were absolutely abysmal. So uh, And I like a lot of fans, because of those handful of games, a lot of fans were calling to sell him because he's shit. But this season, like since going back to five at the back, which I actually think suits the likes of Sharon and Lascelles, I think Fernandez is all right in a flat back four, but I think particularly Sharon and probably get will get the best out of them in a back five. So, yeah, Shaw's been okay. It's been kind of in between. He hasn't been as bad as he was at the end of last season, but he's still nowhere really near where he was in the 2018 season. So, yeah, better than he was last season, but still he still hasn't reached reached his bar yet. So, I have to go in the middle. Maybe he's about a five for me.
0: Nah, I agree with everything you've said there, mate. Especially with the back five situation, he looks more comfortable that way. And I think we can still see a lot more of him, but like you said, the first season, he just blew away. Like, nobody mm-hmm. knew who he was. He was low low he running
1: like three million or something.
0: I Unbelievable. So now we just need to, that's probably maybe why Brucey plays the five, because he knows the better in the five, but mm-hmm. I don't know. it's a shame. We just need to see him get back to his best, but he's obviously had in and out of fitness concerns and yeah. that. So, so far this season, I'd, I'd say about the halfway marks about right now.
1: Yeah, and then he's a partner,
0: Lacelles Oh, LaSalle's, talk about inconsistency. I mean, <laughs> one week the great, love LaSalle's, we need him there. He's so commanding. Mm-hmm. He sets up the rest of the team for his leadership. He organises with. And then the next week, I kind of stand watching him. Yeah, I kind yeah, of stand him. He winds me up loads of times. Like The amount of times that he just sits off and sits off and lets players come at him. He's way too deep. Takes too long to get that lunge in, get that block in, do something about it. He's out of position quite a bit sometimes as well. I again, I think he's much better suited in a five than he is in a four because it mm-hmm. allows those, you know, mistakes and probably he's got in his game to get away with them more when he's got the finale and a either side of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, Lascelles, you, you don't know what you're going to get with him. You, you, one one week he is solid seven eight. Next week he's three or four. <laughs> so if we're going off that, I'd give Lascelles a five as well.
1: Yeah, uh, I'd probably agree with that. I think when Brucey finally first got the balls last season to go five at the back, ditch the uh, to go four at the back, ditching the five at the back, uh, Lascelles' partnership with Fernandez, I thought the pair of them were outstanding. I thought we were seeing the best out of them, and I thought Lascelles might have looked better in a flat back four instead of like 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 having like more support. But I think as time's gone on, I think you can tell that like, he just does get lost. I think he needs. Fernandes and Lace- uh, and Shaw or whoever it is, he needs them for support. It's kind of like like uh, Joe Gomez at Liverpool. Like he can get away with not being the best defender because Van Dijk sweeps up for him. I think like yeah. Lascelles. I think they're all a little bit like that. I think they kind of rely on each other to sweep up that mess because because of the inconsistency. I think Fernandez is probably the most consistent of the three. But uh, if if one of them makes a mistake. The other one has to be there because there's mistakes in them. And you can't really allow mistakes in for formation, <clears> his <throat> setup, where we we'll allow pressure, soak up the pressure, just letting the other team attack, attack, attack. Like You need your defenders to be on that game, and quite often they're not. And I think if it wasn't for his leadership skills, his captaincy, Lascelles might not even be at this club anymore because of his, his performances have been so... Up and down, mainly down in the last. Well, since twenty eighteen as well, wasn't it? Like he was outstanding in the in the season before the World Cup. Like we were calling for him to go to the World Cup, but since then, I'd say that his performances have been majority, m- majority negative. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to number seven, Andy Carroll. Who was another <laughs> frustrating one. <laughs> we're talking about. Uh, we're not really sure where the, what the situation is with Wilson at the minute. Going into the Chelsea game on Saturday, picked up a hamstring injury before the international break. He should be okay, hopefully. Not really too sure, but let's talk about Andy Carroll filling his shoes. Can he do the job? And nah, I really don't think he will. Like, I love Andy Carroll. I really, really do. Before we signed him, we did a video saying how much we want him to come back, particularly as a free transfer. Pays you play a deal because we know he's not going to, play week in week out with injuries but I think since lockdown I think that was maybe a good thing for him that was an opportunity for him to work on his fitness and I don't think he's been injured since I think he's been pretty fit since he got his first full preseason in about 10 years and he played unreal in preseason, got himself a couple of goals but in competitive games he still hasn't got a goal and he still doesn't really look like getting a goal like he puts in a shift He's still an absolute nightmare for centre-backs. You do not want to come up against Andy Carroll with his big, long arms, elbowing in the eyeball. Like, that's how like, we kind of like, got the penalty against uh, Tottenham, came on as a late sub, caused a nightmare for Eric Dier, got a penalty, a little bit of a dubious penalty. But that's the kind of threat that he can do. But we want to score goals. If Wilson's going to be out, if Gale's out, and we're playing with a formation where we've only got one up top, and that one is Andy Carroll, we need him to score goals like what Callum Wilson does. I think too many times last season, whether it was Andy Carroll or Joelinton, Linton, the pair of them liked getting back. they like kind of helping out in the midfield, winning the ball, winning possession, and playing it forward. But when we play forward, there's no one to whip it into because we're set up forwards on the fucking halfway line. Nah. Um, uh, so it's just a frustrating thing with Andy Carroll. And like he's had a couple of bread and butter chances, the uh, Brighton game at the end of last season. I think it was Morecambe this season. Good ball in, standing at the back post, six foot five, six six. Andy Carroll, whatever he is, scores goals for fun. Back stick, nut goal, easy. Nah, he's been putting them wide. I, mm. I don't understand. He's just so down on confidence. Like, he's obviously last competitive goal would have been two, nearly three seasons ago for West Ham. Like, he needs, he needs a goal for confidence. And uh, we would all love to see it, like Andy Carroll getting on the score sheet at St James's. I'd love nothing more than to say that, but I think my confidence in him is just as low as his confidence in front of goal is. So for this season, he hasn't really had a lot of game time, to be fair. He's come on as subs and that because uh, Callum Wilson's been so good. But uh, yeah, for this season, I'd probably have to give him like a three. Uh,
0: it was a funny one because you said pre-season he was scoring good goals. He got his chance first game of the season away at West Ham up front with Wilson. Uh-huh. did well. You mentioned the Spurs appearance off the bench. That's what he can bring to the team. Something last minute, some a handful. Defenders are going to shit themselves when you see Andy Carroll running towards you. You know if he comes on 83 minute oh, fuck, 10 minutes left There's this big <laughs> cunt. But then every time, I think I've said for about a year now, oh, Andy Carroll, he's going to score the winner. <laughs> yeah, have I. Got to put a back on. Let's go. Cool. i have lost to be 65 <laughs> quid. So I'm going to have to keep going. I have to keep going until he actually does it. So uh, uh, maybe we'll see more of him depending on how, how well Wilson gets on, the build up to Chelsea. Um, you know, it's still an option to put him up there with Julian and with Gill when he comes back. It might see him more in the cup. We're still in the quarters of the Carabao. So but you're right, this season it's just it's, it's worrying how much he misses these chances. And when he did start against Morgan or Newport, whichever one it was, he, he just he didn't really look up pretty. self He was a bit sluggish, yeah. which was which is a shame. I thought he'd be dead up for it. But uh, uh he's um he's just lacking what we, what we want to see in him a bit more instinct, a bit more
1: up front. Yeah, I think we were confident in him getting his goal against Newport, weren't we? Like the mm-hmm. after smashing a Morecambe 7 0 the week before, we thought, ah oh, another League Two team, get Andy Carroll in. This is this is the day he gets his first goal back. But I that was probably his worst performance. He just really didn't look up for us. Like this is an opportunity for you to get your first goal, put an effort in, but he was absolutely shocking, like he just wasn't interested. Just didn't want to be there, didn't want to know. And that was really, really frustrating to see. Right. Uh, we'll go on. Uh, John Joe Shelby. John Joe Shelby. Ooh. Inconsistency.
0: Man, this could be a reoccurring theme. <laughs> uh, obviously injured now, isn't he? He's been injured for for a few games. Mm-hmm. It's another one where where Shelby th- this season as well. He, he showed glimpses. We've seen games where he's done well, where he's created chances, and we've seen games where everyone just sees what's the point point in him being there as well. But then it's we need him when we we'll see those replacements, Jeff Hendrick. <laughs> so we need to get a partnership out between him and Hayden, that worked so well. But um again, it's just finding that consistency. And John Joe Shelby's never had consistency throughout his whole mm. career. So yeah. if you go through a quarter of this season, I could midway again for him, really a five. When he was last season, he was really impressive when he was like, scoring mm. that a wonder equaliser against Man City. Mm. He was our top goal scorer, wasn't he? I think six goals. Six goals so, in the Premier uh, League, yeah. You know, Wilson's already matched that this year, but he brought a lot of the team Last year, Shelby, so hopefully when he comes back for his injury, he can kick on.
1: But what I've seen so far, ah, five. Yeah, like that inconsistency was proven again, as we said before about Andy Carroll in the uh, Newport game. Them two ah. were the most frustrating. We were screaming at TV to get them off, get them off. They don't want to be there. They're not interested. Shelby was just just moping around, just pulling his socks up. His passes were stray. just no interest, like... You, you would have thought it was like Morecambe. You would have thought like it was 7-0 up on aggregate. Like, mate, nah. it's 0-0 against a league. No, it was 1-0. They were winning. we we're 1-0 down to a League 2 team. We're going out of the cup to a League 2 team. And Shelby and Carol are just, eh, well, eh, whatever. Like, it was so fucking frustrating. But then the last 10 minutes, it's like John someone tapped John Joe Shelby on the shoulder. I'm like, you hey, know, we're one nil down here. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I better pull it out the bag. Scored a worldy goal. He's... Like, the last 10 minutes, he was absolutely outstanding and scored the goal to pull out the shit, got through on penalties. I think he scored his penalty as well, wasn't he? Like, yeah. where was that for the rest of the game? Like, that's that's peak John Joe Shelby. Like, really? how the difference in how he can be. He's the worst player on the pitcher. He can be the best. Now, I think he can be one of the best centre-mids in the Premier League on his day, but it just depends whether he wants to turn up that day or not. So, he's, he's, he's so frustrating. Yeah. Uh, Joe Linton, another frustrating one, Fuck fuck's sake. Gina, uh, I mean, he,
0: has, he hasn't really cared much either, like, has
1: he? Yeah, he hasn't, no, which is disappointing. Like I think coming into the season, I had quite high hopes on Joe Linton because I knew that he wasn't really going to play up front anymore with the introduction of Callum Wilson. We're probably going to get him in his best position, which is anywhere other than up front, really. Either on the left-hand side, as a second striker, as like a number 10 or whatever. I'm quite happy to see him in one of them formations
0: just not right not,
1: wing, not, just, just, uh, just, uh, just not as a lone striker or not right wing. Uh, I, like On the left in the middle, second straight guard, whatever. I'm quite happy to see him in those positions, but mm-hmm. uh it just hasn't really gone that way. Uh, to be fair, at the start of the season, he did do pretty well, didn't he? he got two goals against uh Morecambe. Really yeah. good, he good one? When he
0: turned yeah. and he got to the books.
1: Uh, I think that bracket that was about three or four games where he actually was really good. He was a late sub to come on against Newport, and he was brilliant. He was a late sub where he was brilliant against Tottenham in the draw. Like that little bracket, we have seeing what he can do, but it was just, just mm. glimpses really, wasn't it? Like we've never really mm. seen the best out of him. And since then, his problems has been pretty poor. I think it was uh, Everton, maybe Southampton.
0: I think another That's one. Last game, Southampton, he was unlucky not to score that good header. Like, would we uh, about a year and like a bit. A yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he Glancing header, head out. Great save by McCarthy. He did well to get up there, which we- we've never really seen him do that. He looked more like the striker. I'm yeah, sure brilliant, uh, yeah. I'm
1: I, yeah i think there's been like a few games the last few games I, c- I can't really remember the last few games to be honest but he hasn't really hasn't really been pulling a lot bag he's been getting more stick from the fans yeah. which he's not which he's always gonna get he's never gonna i don't think he'll ever get the full support of the fans there's some that like him there's some that's willing to wait for him like like i am like i've wanted to be good so so bad and like then few games, I was buzzing to see how well he was playing with confidence. Got himself a couple of goals, and then uh, just hasn't really seen it since then. So it's just frustrating again. Uh, but yeah, he hasn't really had a lot of game time, let's like say, other than the cups. So yeah, I, he's probably another one. I kind of really, I, I don't really want to give him a bad rating. But hmm. yeah, I'll probably have to give him a five.
0: Five's all round. Let's just stop the video now. But <laughs> well, this is just well, the inconsistency of we'll New
1: I saw so, this is Brucey Ball. It's just so inconsistent.
0: I yeah, know. There's some barriers to come. Well, well, you are got to think the players we've touched on so far, I'll be fairly. Like,
1: yeah, so we'll go on to one that might get a good rating. Probably our we'll best player on paper and big maxi.
0: Although the last few games have been quiet and he has, move on. Next one. But that's because
1: Bruce has been playing him out of position, though, like playing him up like, front. I mean, like that's I mean, shocking. I mean, he's been getting taken out of the game by Bruce.
0: He really has. We've talked about obviously maybe Shaw Sells benefiting from the formation change, but one man that most definitely hasn't is St. Maximum like. Mm. he's really, really not in that role whatsoever, he doesn't get on on the ball enough, on the wing to take players on he's not in the box or near it enough to make an impact I mean, you think back before he's saying that long-term contract, the goal against Burnley from outside mm-hmm. the box, taking the couple players on, finding the bottom corner all season, his usual self from last year where he's carrying the ball, making things happen we're always so reliant on him so until the last couple of games he's been mid, he's been class. Yeah. but what we say about Saint as well is that he always seems to be getting a few knocks every game, wincing every game, and pain every game. Mm. It, it, you see large portions of the game, especially lately, where he just he, he hasn't got that acceleration. He gets the ball and he doesn't go with it, and maybe because he's scared of tackling or he's took a knock five minutes ago and he's not feeling up to it. But for for the last few games, definitely got to blame Bruce for isolating yeah, him really. Definitely. Um, until, until then, like I said, the Burnie game, the other games, he's he's been great. Um, so far this season, I give him a seven.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd,
0: I'd look. Li- uh, yeah, I'd like to give him
1: more, but yeah, like we just haven't seen anything out of him the last three, four games. Uh, I think the Brighton game he got took off early because Brucy played him injured, and he, he gave away silly penalties. So he's been he's been sloppy. He hasn't been great, but then you see games like the uh, Burnley game, world class performance, great goal, great assist, fantastic. But yeah, like we just don't see that enough. But he's still one of our best players when played right, and up. Our- I can't wait to see more of him. Hopefully, he starts picking up some form after the international break.
0: Uh, I hope he's well rested and ready to win the game against Chelsea.
1: Fuck, <laughs> I fucking need someone now.
0: One no, last minute. <laughs> uh, we we're going to skip Matt Ritchie when we've picked up
1: a big injury against Tottenham. Mm. Uh, that was early on the season, really. Probably haven't really seen enough of Matt Ritchie to give him a vote. Nah. Uh, so, we'll skip on to probably one of our best in that, Callum Wilson.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. How's Absolutely. Been- Unreal, <laughs> uh, great signing. Uh, Twenty million. I think some people oh. maybe questioned that because because he got relegated. Like he scored eight goals last season. Relegated with Bournemouth. I think some people thought it might be a bit of a risk. But so far, it's it's a risk well paid off. Is the striker that we've been crying out for for years? Even like the loan spell we had with Rondon. He kind of filled in that position for a season, but it just wasn't consistent enough. We needed to sign Rondon, but didn't. Last season, we signed Joe on, who isn't a striker. But Callum Wilson is just that natural goal scorer. And it's everything else he does as well. I think people underestimate his speed and his strength. Like He's, he's got it all. He's I was going to say he's great in the air. He's actually missed a few setters this year, like. but anyway, that's <laughs> yeah, something he that. just needs to work on.
0: But, uh, like, well, what you were no, saying, though, a- about like, um, being a risk, like for me, it was a, 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 a no risk. Yeah, like, £20 million this day is, is nothing for someone who's mm. proven the Premier League. To be fair, like you said, though, you only got air calls last season from against mm. in by November. It was unbelievable for Brucey mm. Ball. Um, yeah. and then f- for what he's offering us, you can see he's r- r- raring to go and loves being here. Um, trying to push into England, side but never going to happen. Gareth not looking past there. Uh, <laughs> so, but, but, but uh, like he's proven what he can do in a Bournemouth shirt. He's proven what he can do in an England shirt. So for twenty million for a Premier League yeah, I thought mm. it was absolute bargain. Definitely worth, definitely worth it.
1: I think it was like the injury-prone thing as well. I think he picked up a few injuries last season. So I think people m- might have thought like you just like, you had to stay fit for that <laughs> value. Like like twenty million, yeah, like you say, like it's not a lot in this day and age. But for new, that's all it is. He's yeah. probably what third most expensive signing.
0: Fourth,
1: maybe, yeah, third or fourth most expensive signing in our history, which is fucking shocking. Uh, <laughs> so I think that's where the risk come from. But yeah, he is like a natural goal scorer. Like when you look at the goals, like he hasn't really been like setting the world alight, but it's what it's what we need. Like, he's cool, got yeah. six, he's got six goals this season, already tied with what top Premier League goal scorer last season. He's only two off his tally from last season. Like, he's scored six goals three penalties and three tap-ins off the line but like yeah. that's like the kind of poacher that we need like i said before about uh, andy Carroll and joe linton, the track too far deep when we do actually get into the final third which isn't a lot you need your striker to be in them positions and that's where he has been like them like tap-ins off the line like if we didn't have him they wouldn't have been goals like i say if it was Carroll or joe linton there'd be absolutely nowhere near that position so it's that striker's instincts like the like how intelligent he is as a striker to know where to be at the right time to sniff mm-hmm. these goals out and penalties I think we've only had three penalties in the last three years we've had three already this season uh, he's, at, least he's had the conf- right. at least he's had the confidence to put them in he's been quite cheeky with a couple of now just stroking them down the middle that shows you like how confident of a goal scorer he is so yeah I'm buzzing that we've got Callum Wilson in the team hopefully he stays fit hopefully that hamstring injury doesn't keep him out Hope he, hopefully he plays against Chelsea but uh, I'll have to give him a nine. Uh, mm. it, it's frustrating as well because in some games he has been completely isolated. Like I think the last game, Southampton, I think no. I only ga- I think I only gave him a three, not because he played bad, but because I didn't even fucking see him touch the ball. Like, he was just no. so isolated in the game, which is the frustrating thing. If we we'll get more service, get more possession, more intent to push into the final third, he, he could have had ten goals by now. But we just don't have that option. Of, like At least a handful of games a season, he's been completely isolated, not had a sniff. So, yeah, like while we've got a clinical striker, we need to be more attacking and then give him those opportunities because we know he can put them away. Isaac Hayden.
0: Isaac Hayden. Isaac Hayden this season, he was injured for a bit as well, wasn't
1: he? Yeah, he's still up now, isn't he? Or has he just come back? I think he just come back, guy. Yeah.
0: Just came back, I was it's someone else who we really miss. He's always reliable in the middle of the park. I'm trying to think of this season though, but how many games has he played this year? Was he playing loads at the start of the season? Uh
1: Yeah, I think so. I think we're well, like nine league games in or something, aren't we? How much of the
0: appearances he's had?
1: Yeah. I you know
0: all now Hendrick in the middle of the park pissing us off. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, That's all say. Uh, uh, you, know, you, know, you know what you're going to get from here and I think every year he brings the same Stability in the middle of the park, breaking up play. We need him, we need him back fit, anyways. We need him in, in a black and white chair because he's so important to us, especially with, the, with what we play. Because Southampton, we lost that game in the middle of the park and now because of, we just let them, we we'll just let every team have possession and play football. Yeah. So, you know, it's crucial that we've got a, a ball winner in there. I think centre mid where we really need to strengthen, though, we need that box to box midfielder, yeah, we need more definitely. creativity in the middle. So it what she sure, we didn't do it enough. Jeffrey
1: can piss off. <laughs> uh, he isn't gonna have a, a six. Yeah, I think that's fair. I got the Jamal Lewis, who has been a frustrating one for me. He's another one that I really, really want to do well, but I, I'll give him time. I've got the patience for Jamal Lewis. I think he was a great signing uh, with Klopp wanting to make him Andy Robertson's replacement. Which, to be fair, they probably could do with him at the minute. Uh, oh, <laughs> I think that was a massive coup for us like how highly rated he was like I say, like with people like Jurgen Klopp sniffing around for, for him to go at the Champions what a compliment for him and front to come to us, I think that's massive business for us, I think that's really, really good signing uh, going forward, he's brilliant, he's got loads of energy, got great pace he's got a brilliant delivery on him his crossing's absolutely phenomenal mm. but as a defender frustrating he, like he's probably another one who's probably going to benefit from going five at the back where he can play as a bit more of a winger than he is is actually full back as a left back he's not good enough defensively for me positionally he just gets caught out all the time he's never where he needs to be he's either playing like, like center mid or something like when they're the other team's attacking down the right wing he's he's fucking <laughs> standing in center mid, <laughs> mid uh, do you want to do, do you want to like get back in there uh, put a tackle <laughs> like, He's just uh, like defensively, he's just not there for me. But let's say, I've got patience for him. Uh, it could be a very, very good signing in the coming years. Fifteen million, not a great a lot of money. Stole him away from the likes of Liverpool. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give him a time. But uh, yeah, so far, I'd probably have to give him at best a six. At
0: mm, best, I. He's always got that though. And like you see, he's a couple of crosses in his last game have been brilliant, like on the money you'd love that if you were a striker. so if you can mm. get four more keep doing that and then like I, I think I said it before like he just needs a better coach he needs, yeah. a, better, he needs a better coach just to show him physical awareness and tactics more I and mean, we're not going to get that on a Brucey.
1: nah definitely not right, Steve, Steve and Steve they've now uh, produced players. <laughs> a produce players
0: only if you went away for Klopp though Klopp would have you'd be unbelievable in the next year and, uh, or two he'd
1: be the next Andy Robertson because be yeah,
0: Champions be <laughs> same from yeah <relegated> <laughs>
1: I'll let you get on your favourite player then, Jeff Hendrick. Oh, do I?
0: Have, why did I end up with Jeffrey? <laughs> Fucking Jeffrey, do you like Jeffrey, man? Jeffrey, don't you? The better looking Bentelev. I kind of stand this. Play. I mean, honestly, he's right up there with the hatred for Bentelev. What's, what's going on there? And although I think he's had his one good game of his life against West Ham, by the looks of it, he looked unreal against West Ham. First game of the season, hit it in top bins, dominated the game in the middle of the park. Yeah. What's going on there? Look at how bad he was for England the other night as well against England. He was horrific, man. Just, it was like what every instruction is from Bruce to the players I mentioned yeah, to myself. Yeah. Sitting off and sitting off. How he let Sancho have all that time just shooting nuts through his legs. Like, it's just too easy. And that's yeah. what what does Hendrick get paid for? What is he getting paid for? Man, he gets on the ball. He doesn't know with it. Backwards passes. sideways passes brings nothing, doesn't really close people down, doesn't break up play, doesn't create chances. I cannot (laughs) see the point. I cannot see the point. Uh, I'd rather have callback back. Back, back, call back, back, (laughs) bring back, back. callback. His
1: his agent must be absolutely unreal because he's starting every game
0: in the league, every game for his country. Like, how? What's going on? He's got to have something in his contract for us about his appearances. He's got to, man. Maybe, <laughs> th- maybe he's got like minimum fifteen appearances. Bruce is like, right, I am going to fucking get rid of them. You <laughs> <He's not laughs> have all these appearances in a few months, and then we'll never see him again. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, yeah, know. We've got you know, obviously Matty Longstaff coming back now as well, so hopefully we can get mm. some of him, his form back. But uh, uh, Hendrick for me can have a two, and that two is just solely based on his West Ham goal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like, he, he did peak. Like we were sitting in pr- in the preseason he's an okay signing for free he's experienced he's been in the premier league for four or five years got 60 70 odd national caps i think for a free signing as a squad player i was happy enough with it like i wasn't wasn't angry at it. like i know a lot of people were angry because i think they were still thinking that we we're gonna sign like mbappe and neymar on that like and the first was jeff hendrick it was just very <laughs> very underwhelming but yeah i thought he was a decent squad player and i'll i'll probably stand by that but i just kind of I kind of understand why he's
0: starting. I mean, week I mean, in, I mean, week I mean, to kind of fathom that. I didn't mind him playing the odd game like against West Ham or something, or playing in the cup or coming off the bench with half <laughs> an hour ago. I didn't want to see him. He's like the first name on the fucking team sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, don't
1: know. <laughs> I understand that. Like, unbelievable. <laughs> I got a number 17 Emil Kraft. Uh, started the season pretty well, to be fair. I haven't really seen him in the last few weeks with uh, Shaw coming back and uh, one new signing uh, right wing back, Jake and Murphy, keeping all, the actual, keeping all the actual right backs out of the team, Mankio and uh, Yedlin as well. Uh, I haven't really seen I think he's been injured the last couple of games because he hasn't even been on the bench. Like Clark's come back and uh, taken his spot on the bench, so I don't even know where he is at the minute. But I uh, started start the season, I thought he was okay. Uh, fills in quite well as a right-sided centre-back, even though that's not his position. When he does, he puts in a shift for me. I think he's all right. Yeah. I think he was I think he was a little bit poor in the air, uh, the goal that we conceded against Newport. But yeah, he's, he's okay. He's another squad player. When he comes in, either centre-back or right-back, he does a job. He's okay. He's solid enough. He was another you know, cheap signing. He was, what, 4 million or something like that. But he's quite experienced. I think he's got like 50-odd caps for Sweden. He's okay. I do not mind Kraft. Uh, so yeah, he hasn't. he's been absent for the last few weeks start the season, yeah, I'd probably give him making have
0: a five. I don't mind craft like you say, I think he comes in, does his job, you know what you're gonna get from him. I don't mind him being there as a squad player at all. Probably quite harsh to be totally excluded from the match day squad, even not on the bench. But you mm.
1: like you say, <laughs> saying that. World class. Uh, he must be injured or something. Like he hasn't been like spoke about in press conferences. He's just been missing from the squad which I kind of quite understand like I'd, I'd have him in the squad I'd have him on the bench any day because he can fill in either position and he does well when he comes on so yeah I don't really understand what's happening with Kraft at the minute yeah. uh, Fernandez.
0: you know Fernandes is starting to come back to his best in a way I think I mean mm-hmm. I think at the start of this season we could see he was absolutely drained from, from last year being the A man that's his nickname and he doesn't miss a mm-hmm. second of football and he could tell in the early stages of the season he was just fucking knackered. He you kinda <laughs> blame him. I mean, it's not that he's in his primary career, he's in the wrong side of thirty now, isn't he? So mm-hmm. but now he's starting to maybe the odd break here and there's helped him. He's starting to recoup his form a bit. He's he's always he he's one where, unlike the self, he times his blocks well, he gets stuck yeah. in well. He, his clearances, the amount of clearances he makes in the game is unreal. Mm-hmm. Um and Fernandez is one of them ones where we mentioned like Lewis not being astute defensively, like up here, Fernandez mm-hmm. is Fernandez yeah. knows his he's, he's reliable. So uh, I'd, I'd give Fernandez
1: a good seven. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'm a big fan of Fernandez. He's another you know, one when we signed him. It was a bit of an underwhelming signing. Like He just got relegated from Swansea. I had been at Swansea for a while and I'd never really taken note of him. I'd never really. Mm. So when we signed him, I was like, Fernandez, him that played for fucking Swansea. I didn't even really know who he was. I was like, what kind of fucking signing's that? It's lifting <laughs> him that. But, I thought he was uh, like 86 then. I thought he was done then. <laughs> <laughs> three games. Uh, he's been like I think this is his third season now. Like he has been pretty consistent, especially at the end of last season, like after lockdown, Iron Man playing every single game, even though he's fucked after about three. We're playing like three <laughs> games in a week. He played every single minute of every single one. He was <laughs> absolutely pagard, but he was still trying, he was still putting in a shift. He wasn't whinging, He wasn't asking for timeouts. So, uh, I I love Fernandez, may I, And he is finally starting to get back to his best. I think we could finally say that. The energy was running out at the start of the season. I like think he was absolutely fucked. He needed a break, but uh, he's getting back to his best now. Uh, Manquio, Manquio, uh, that's a bit of a funny one because he hasn't really played that much this season, has he? Because he got yeah. a new he got a new deal at the start of uh, it was it was at the end of last season, wasn't he? I think he tied uh-huh. down that uh, he tied down that right back spot because I was Wad three with Kraft and Yedlin as well. Weren't really sure which one, what best one was. I think like Brucey was playing around with him a bit, but finally realised that yeah, Monkey probably is the best one. Got a deserved contract. And I like. I can't even really remember seeing him playing that much this season because, like we we'll say, like the last few games, uh, Murphy's been playing there. Craft's played a bit. Uh, Yedlin's played cup games. And he's played a couple of times at left back, has not he? When um, oh, I? when uh, Lewis was out. But yeah, like, he hasn't really stood out. I can't really remember too many times where I've. I thought he's had a good game. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a four. Mm, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Swiftly on to Ryan Fraser.
0: I wish Ryan Fraser was more fit because it's taken Brucey too long to interview him into the 11, really, isn't it? Every time he's played, he's done really well. I mm. mean, when he came the the. Um, who was it at home? Was it. It wasn't Bailey at home. Who was it at home? Eh? Wilson nicked his goal on, on the line, but it would look like it was probably going wide anyway. Everton. Everton, was it I, mm. and I? You've seen in the cup games, I remember his first goal from Newcastle against Blackburn, that, that through ball. What I like about Fraser is his intelligence going forward. Like he reads really yeah. play so well. He knows when the time he's runs. he runs. He doesn't just stay on the left, he's playing on the left or the right. You'll go in between the lines. He's a he's a handful to, for defenders, great pace, good finish on him. Um, he's been carrying his, his country as well in games up mm-hmm. until he was injured, obviously, this week. So uh, I hope he's back, back soon. And can, nail down a start 11th place because what I yeah, want to see is I want to see Fraser, Almira and St. Maxim behind Wilson yeah, that's what 100%. I want to see oh, or a three of, of Wilson Fraser and St. Maximum that's what I want to see up top yeah. that could cause that's, that's a dangerous dangerous attack in three or four whatever, mm-hmm. way, you, or whatever way you want to play it. so he needs to be played more he needs to be a regular Um, so hopefully his fitness gets sorted out because I've been impressed with him when I've seen him I really have yeah, i um, give him a, I'd give him a good I'm going to give him an eight. Yeah. I uh, ask Fair, like, even though, like, you say, like, we haven't
1: seen him that much, like, the fitness thing is frustrating because he is a starting 11 player. Like, when fit and healthy, he's how well he's been playing for Scotland and that. Like, we can see what he's got. Like, we can see why, like, two seasons ago, him and Wilson were scoring and assisting goals for fun. He had a link about 20, 25 million move to, like, Arsenal. Like, that's mm. how highly rated he is. It's just frustrating that, yeah, last season, I think. Everyone at Bournemouth was pretty poor, even like Wilson with being disappointed with these eight goals. I think Fraser only got about four assists or something. Four assists in one goal or something. Like, like pretty poor. But yeah, like now, like he's playing more regularly. We can start to say that he is a great player. Why we wanted him in for free as well? What an absolute fucking sighting he was. Even if we spent 20 million on him, I wouldn't be angry. I'd be out of the moon without signing, regardless mm-hmm. of the price. For free. I think it's a major coup. I think we've done really, really well to get him. And I like when he's when he's fit and healthy, he's a starting eleven player. I think him and some on either either side cause absolute hell. And obviously, knowing he's strike partner in Wilson. Great. I can't wait to see them link up properly like the Everton game. Like that was just a taste of what there is to come.
0: Yeah. Definitely, hopefully.
1: Mm-hmm. And number twenty-two is Yedlin. He's only played Two, maybe three cup games, I think. So mm-hmm. I'll just skip straight on to him and uh, go on to his replacement, which has been Jacob Murphy right wing back.
0: Uh like <laughs> he's he's been games, one, right. <laughs> uh, one one good free kick, really, and like is he doing well in a position that's not his? played a little bit there on loan at Sheffield Wednesday, but mm-hmm. especially in the Wolves game, he done really well. You can see he was trying to prove a point, couldn't you? Mm-hmm. I love how he did his research, his homework for the keeper for the goal, the free yeah. kick at the, the last, and um, put it away nicely. The game after that, again, he did a decent enough job. Um, so when called upon, he's done well. But we need to see him, and he just playing as a, I, I, think maybe he should start playing as a twenty-five minutes to go sub on the right, right mm-hmm. wing. Yeah, get, out, get out, defenders, take them on. That,
1: that's the best part of the game, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm happy to say him in the team because I think, come pre season, when looking around the options, I think he was the best lad. Like, with uh, Atsu and that in there, and uh, Rolando Aarons and that. Like, I'd much rather say Jacob Murphy. Like, he had a good loan spell last year. So I was happy that he was given a first team squad number on that. And uh, I, like, I just still don't think he's. He's not first 11 quality. Like with If everyone's fit and healthy, like Smaxman, Fraser, Almiron, he's not going to get into any starting 11s. Sometimes he probably wouldn't even make the bench if everyone's fit and healthy. But I, th- I think it's a, a bit of a stroke of brilliance from Brucey. You've probably got to give him credit for giving him a shot at right wing back, especially when I think, as far as I was aware, everyone's fit and healthy. Like Kraft, Manquillo, mm-hmm. Yedlin, I'm sure they were all available. from, from So for him to play a winger there, at first, when I've seen that team sheet, I didn't even know what position, what formation <laughs> he was
0: playing that game. I was like, eh, what's going on here? i was going on on uh, Twitter. I wanted everyone to is Murphy in centre mid? Or where is uh, he going to attend? And then he turned out a Because
1: Fraser and Almiron were playing centre mid that day with uh, Hayden, uh, with Hendrick and uh, mm-hmm. Wilson and smaxman up top. And it just, when it came out, it wasn't even in an order. It was like, what the fuck is this formation? Is he just randomly selected 11 players here or what? Mm-hmm. Uh, like mm-hmm. to be fair to him, like, He got he got the goal that day, mild of the match. I think it's probably mild of the match the day the game after that as well. So yeah, credit to Jacob Murphy. He's he's come in when called upon, playing in a position he's not fully familiar with. Like you say, he played a little bit there last season in the championship. Premier League's a massively different level. He's been all right, like probably similar to um Lewis. Defensively, he's not great. Like he's not a defender. So you, you can you can pardon him on that. But uh, getting forward, putting an effort in pacing energy up top, balls in, scoring great free kicks. Kind of kind of saying not bad about him. And even in the games before then, the, like the cup games, Morecambe, uh oh, yeah. Newport, he was outstanding. He was great. He was probably man of the match in those games. So mm-hmm. in, in the games that he started, he's probably been man of the match for us in about 80% of them. So <laughs> yeah, ma- massive credit to Jacob Murphy coming in when he's when being called upon and being great. I'd give, I'd give him a seven.
0: Mm-hmm. Good job. Uh, Miggy? Miggy, Miggy, Miggy. I mean, we've seen him uh, do over Messi in the weekend and then the National Break. And we'll see it again. Like, I mean, why is he playing centre mid? <laughs> <laughs> why is he playing oh, Wasted Look at the effort he puts in as well. You see him on Sky. He's sweating, buckets. he's chasing everyone back. I mean, you think of the goal for um, Everton where he won it in our corner flag, took it all the way up, give it to Sane. Sane gives it to Wilson. Yeah, you know, oh, or was that Wilson give it to Sane? Sane should have That might have been that one. But regardless, he's, he's one end of the other. His defensive abilities, he's tracking back all the time. He shows what he can do for the, the pitch. We've not seen enough of that, though. We've not seen enough of him getting shots off, taking players on. I think he was really good in the Cup games as well, when he was playing that number 10 role. He has to be number 10, or, or like he was for Paraguay, the, the left forward, the left of a three. Like I say, mm-hmm. imagine even Wilson in the middle, Almir on insane that side of Wilson and if three would be, would be class to watch and we need to see more of that we need to see him not again restricted by Brucey just like St Maxman is because at the minute he's we're not getting enough out of him we're not getting the best out of him we're not using his biggest capabilities but um, I, I really really like Almir on now and um, he started to add goals to his game so getting through the four again playing in the right position so far this season the games he's done I'll give him a seven as well
1: yeah, I think that's fair. Like Six he was, he was left out in the first few games, wasn't he? And uh, uh, like, uh, like that, like that was quite annoying because we know what kind of player that he can be. I think a couple of these games, he, he, he wasn't in them enough. But uh, I think we've said many times, like what goes unnoticed is is his work rate. Like he's like getting back and putting in a tackle, winning possession. Like for a, a little skinny lad, like the tackles that he puts in and the amount of times he wins back possession, it's amazing. Like he is a, a great, great player. Like when he can. I right, just just playing in the wrong position. I'm not a big fan of him on the left hand side. Like where um Rafa played him when he first came in, he was on the left with Rondon in the middle and Perez on the right. I don't think that was we got the best out of him there. But I'd rather see him there than in in centre mid. But number mm. ten, number 10's 10 where we get the best out of him because he can get back and forward. He can pick up the ball. He can be creative. Look for a pass. Get a shot off if he if he needs. Uh, yeah. Uh. Potentially player of the season, called Darlow.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: it's my rating this one up yeah. Yeah, ten. Ten, ten. ten for this
0: one
1: for the Darlow. Yeah. Uh ten for Caldarlo. Can't not be. He's kept to win so many games. Like as we've said in the last couple of games, uh, seasons against about uh, Debravka to be fair. I think uh when you would look at Debravka getting injured, facing any amount of time on the sideline. Like, lockdown first time came at a pretty good time because Debravka picked up an injury in the last game against Southampton, wasn't it? And we're like, oh, fuck, we're going to have to play for Cardalo for the next month or two. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, he's, for the last three, four, however many years he's been here, five years, he's been a great backup. I don't mind Cardalo, I don't hate him. I think when, uh last season, when we played Martin Man City, I think it was the cup game, uh, when Debravka was fit and, Bruce, he started Carl Darlo. Everyone was like, Bruce, what the fuck are you doing? You absolute yeah. idiot. But to be fair to him, this season he's came in and statistically he's the best goalkeeper in the Premier League. Most amount of saves, which isn't really a stat you can be proud of because that just tells you how shit the defence is. But <laughs> credit where credit is due, he's been pulling them out of the bag. Like If we'd conceded a few more of them goals, if Darlo wasn't in the positions to make them saves, I'd dread to think where we'd be in the league. would mm-hmm. definitely be in the bottom three like the particularly uh, the game against tottenham like that was a that's a one in every kind of 10 years kind of performance that like the last time a performance like that was made by a goalkeeper in the premier league was tim krul against tottenham that was about 2011 or something because been 9 years since we've seen a performance like that in the premier league and we we'll had another one it was a couple of couple of games ago was it wolves or someone the week before he pulled out another like 10 saves or something like just keeping in these games making making like, great saves as well not just Bang average saves. Like the one last week, uh, Romeo, tipped, tipping it onto the bar. He's been mm. pulling out some absolute worldy saves. Keeping were in games, keeping about the bottom three, just as the has done in the last two or three seasons. So, yeah, can it, can it not be anything other than a 10?
0: I think when we've touched on a players, especially at the start of the video, a lot of fives, was because there's an inconsistency. Don't get that with Carl Dolo. Not now. We used to see, I mean, we used to see about him from crosses and stuff. He was worrying it looks like he's really worked on himself over the summer. Like he looks mm-hmm. like he's really worked hard pre-season. He's built himself up a little bit more. He must have been putting in more sessions with the goalkeeping coaches because he's, he's just went on leaps and bounds. And like I said, consistency. Every game he's he's been classed. Every game he's kept winning it. And without him, we would, we would be a lot further down in that bottom <laughs> three to be honest. So definitely a ten out of ten like for Dalo. Uh,
1: I think he had a bit of a shaky uh, pre-season and at the at the start of the season that was. Calls for uh, Mark Gillespie to come in because he was putting some great performances out in pre season and mm-hmm. in the, the cup games. So I think we've seen him three
0: times a season in the cup games. Are we going to give him a rating? I can do because I think I at the start he was good. He's good first couple of games. He's unknown anything he really wanted. Great. Mm-hmm. He's a local lad, loves it. He will, he will do anything to play for the club. But from the Scottish League, which let's face it, Sunday mm-hmm. League football. Yeah. Anyone anyway, not a great club, though, is like he? Not a club that's at like the top end no, of world, it, uh... so, um When we've seen him come in, he, he hasn't really been tested at the highest levels yet Like as well. He, he's still at the Scottish levels where he's been playing the Cup, I money mean, against League <laughs> Two opposition and that. Yeah. But he's done a job when called the points, came in, kept his clean sheets. But then, obviously, uh, in the last game, he was at fault when he for the opening goal yeah. against Newport. Nah, so was shocking, that, like... that, was, that was poor. So when we see him again, hopefully... I think he'll do all right. I think he'll be a good backup keeper to have at the club. He'll always try his best. And I yeah. think like, judging him on these first few punches, I gave him a six because he had a couple of clean sheets, didn't
1: he? Yeah, I'd agree. I think he's been pretty solid. He just made that one mistake that could come costly. And it was about that time where we were considering dropping Darlow because his performances at the season weren't that great. Gillespie was fantastic. But I think that was the same week where Gillespie made that mistake and then came the Tottenham game. Where dollar was absolutely outstanding, so I think that was the <laughs> nail that was the nail in the coffin for Gillespie. Then, really, to be fair. You haven't seen, him, Marty. I haven't seen him since. <laughs>
0: right.
1: uh, the last player who's probably played enough games to get a rating, because, like I say, we're not going to judge Debravka, Atsu, Gail, Clark, Longstaff, Matty Longstaff. So the last player is Sean Longstaff.
0: Sean Longstaff, is that you?
1: And I? Uh, I think that's me. I. Um, uh, I, I don't even know what I can say about Sean Longstaff. He's another frustrating one, a, a, like a local boy, one that would really, really want to do well. When he first broke through two seasons ago, it was absolutely outstanding, getting thirty million offers from big clubs. 50, was it thirty or fifty? Like f- thirty million, 50. I think. Fifty? <laughs> Fucking hell, mad that. But uh, since then, like, he's another one that's pretty much gone downhill. He comes up with great performances every now and then. Uh, who was the one the other week was that Everton was that the Everton game mm. he, he was great in the Everton game a couple of times last season playing more as a number 10 I think Oxford and uh, someone, else, uh Bournemouth Bournemouth towards the end of the season he's been great in bits which is just so annoying like if if he had a bit more consistency like you did when he first broke through two seasons ago you could see him getting 30 million offers like you could see mm-hmm. his, his value being that high but from what I've seen of him over the last year and a half, you would be lucky to get fucking 10 million off of him, because he just hasn't yeah. hasn't been great. Well, call him him to get in front of getting the England squad, just absolutely a million miles off that. If Shelby and Hayden aren't getting the England squad, Sean Longstaff's got absolutely no chance. Uh yeah, he hasn't really played a lot, to be fair, because I think he was injured for most of the start of the season. So he's only played a handful of games. One great, a few not so great. So he can have a four.
0: Yeah, I think the big thing for me the last game was that he actually looked a bit sharper. Right? Mm. Um, I was it Evan. What, that was one Evan, of the last yeah. couple of games, he, he looked a bit sharper. Right? He looked like he was more afraid. He looked like he was getting the hunger back, the fitness back, because he seems to have just been kind of a bit of a niggle, hasn't he? He's never really been up to it. His passing's been a bit wayward, but hopefully he can get get some back in the in the next quarter of the season. Like, but well, like you say, so far this season, uh, but probably just below average. And I thought it was probably right.
1: Yeah, aye. And as always on player ratings, we'll finish it off with Big Bruce.
0: Oh, dearie me. <laughs> uh, where do we start with Big Bruce? Huh? I mean, if we're doing a quarter review on results-wise, should probably get a good seven, eight out of ten.
1: Yeah, just like all the pundits would say.
0: Quarter finals of the Caribou Cup, yeah. Had, to, obviously, a massively easy run. Had to do a penalty shootout to get past the last league top position. Um, yeah. Sitting comfortably mid-table, I think with several points off relegation, we've picked up some some good results, Spurs, Wolves, Evan at home, mm-hmm. and then there's games where we've just completely bottled it and conceded it and capitulated, like my at home. Um, So, a bit, a bit like the start of the video, really inconsistent in it, like one, <laughs> yeah, week,
1: yeah.
0: one week we'll do mint, you know, some great results, Everton, Wolves, and then we'll get embarrassed and not touch the ball against Southampton. <laughs> so, and the main thing obviously you've got to talk about Bruce is just how negative it is how boring yeah. it is. obviously yeah. if you haven't seen it check out the Brucey e. Ball podcast we did last week and um, we're going to these kind of things and more discussion with a couple of our Newcastle fans Jordy and Big Oaks where they talk about they don't even like watching Newcastle anymore they used to go every game can't even be bothered to watch it on TV now if they do watch it on TV they fell asleep by half time that's how bad it is <laughs> That's how bad it can be. You know, it's it's so frustrating to see we play five at the back, and mm-hmm. we've mentioned on our on Saint Maxman out position, restricting those attacking flare creative players. But to get more out of them, and then it, it just looks completely clueless at times that like he hasn't got a, any idea of tactics or what's going on. So no. it can be so fucking shit and frustrating and boring to watch Newcastle. So results, seven, eight, football performance wise. two (laughs) we'll we'll give him a five four I'd I'd say
1: four because I honestly I'd I'd love to just give him like like a two or a one because like you say like the performances like like that's that's what we'll watch football for like yeah the result is the main outcome and at times the results have been okay but they've just been papering over the cracks really these results like yeah like the results have been great but the performances for the majority of them Think like maybe excluding Everton and West Ham and Morecambe. Like, they're the only games this season, really, where we've probably been the better team, done Enjoyed well, yeah, be, been good. But, like, that's <laughs> three <laughs> games out of, like, like, what, nine league games and a handful of cup games. Like, the majority of them's just been so shit. Like I'm not surprised, like, people will fall asleep by half time. If we didn't do, like, the live watch alongs, I probably wouldn't even watch the games anymore, to be honest. it is just boring it's negative and it's frustrating how many times do we get fucking angry just watching the game at the end of the game just thinking what the fuck have i been watching why am i wasting my time watching brucey ball it is just it's just so annoying i'd rather see a good performance if the results don't come all the time fair enough like you'd like to say like the lads put in an effort that's the thing like Half the time they just don't even know. Look like they know what they're doing. He's playing people out of position. he's sometimes plays people that aren't fit. He tampers around with formations. Looks like the lads haven't got a fucking clue what they're doing. And uh, just setting up so negative to invite pressure. Let them have seventy percent possession, not being asked. But somehow we we'll still come away with a one-one draw.
0: No, that's nuts <laughs> It's it's bizarre,
1: like, and you know, like you didn't that's know where too. to go. Like, are you happy for the result? Or are you disappointed in the performance? Like,
0: nah. it's it's mad. The stats speak for themselves as well, you know. We're we're at the bottom of all the worst lists. You want to be at the bottom of, you know, touches in the opposition box, shots conceded, mm. tackles given, you know, like, possession, everything. We're all right at the bottom there, so it isn't pretty, meanly, is it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's certainly not. But uh, at least we get to watch Gareth uh, Southgate sing on the night. Nah, England beat Belgium
0: tonight. Get on that. <laughs> I think I watch it often. i will probably then actually mm. <laughs> But right. yeah. I didn't even know their names. Harper is one of them. Oh, he's um, the fourth
1: Steve though, anyway. He? He's just the goalkeeper. Uh, goal. He's the newest of the Steves. <laughs> I generally didn't even know the name of our assistant manager. I was like, that's how much I couldn't give a fuck about any one of the Steves. Uh,
0: Steve. Nah, I don't know. Nah. <laughs> Steve Clark for Scotland. He's doing alright, hey. <laughs> yeah. Scotland, yeah. Look forward to that. Brink Clark, Ian. <laughs> Clark, five Steves. Five, five Steves. Uh, Steve Caldwell, few kids and bring them on. <laughs> right, and thank you thanks very much for watching, everyone. Make sure you drop your comments in the player ratings below. Drop your player ratings in there, what you think of the video, and uh, we'll be back next week. Plenty of build up towards the Chelsea game. Subscribe to my play channel TV and enjoy. Yes, sir. <laughs>